0: Hi, and welcome to Does This Make Me Look Old? A podcast about aging as gracefully as possible when you're just not ready. We're two 40-something-year-old friends who find themselves
1: kind of straddling that really odd period of time when aging and everything that it's associated
0: with is starting to become a much bigger part of our lives. We're definitely curious, but at the same time, rather terrified about aging. I'm Shiv. I'm a health science nerd and pop culture fiend. And I'm Sim. An adult in waiting, obsessed with finance and self-help books. We're going to be talking about the stereotypes of aging and
1: how they affect us. And we'll also be doing some deeper dives um, into some interesting topics, such as what it's like to get old in the society, dating when you're older, and
0: scientific advancements in anti-aging products, and even evolution and scientific thinking around aging. And throughout it all, we chat, rant, laugh about our adulting mishaps, of which there are so, so, so many. So join us as we navigate our second
1: quarter life crisis. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Does This Make Me Look Old? Hey, sh- hey, Sim.
0: Hey, Shiv. How's it going? <laughs> How are you? Well, not too bad, I think. I'm just, yeah, I'm pretty good. How are you?
1: Uh, not Yeah, not bad, not bad. I would just like to say that after last week's episode of us talking about, uh, whatchamacallit, you know, like when we were talking about like, morbid Um,
0: stuff morbid
1: things about like Like like, nursing homes (laughs) dying at home (laughs) yeah (laughs) um i i came across an article in the cbc about how paramedics are like like there's this there's this like town in ontario where the paramedics are actually like trained to provide like or at least like not not necessarily provide palliative care to people so that they can like um die at home but they they can like If if they get called and they realize that it's not necessarily like uh, an emergency that requires to go to the hospital in somebody who's terminally ill and they need palliative services, then they'll just kind of like direct them to the right
0: people type thing. Mm
1: -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I feel like somebody – somebody's looking out for me there.
0: Or I feel least, like, like that was your phone listening to you. I know, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, here. You love how you, want you feel like all warm and cozy. <laughs> You're like, hey, guess what? You know, I got a recommendation for an article just after we talked about it on my phone. <laughs> I know. What are the chances of that? <laughs> I
1: know. I was just talking about dying at home, and look, there's an article. <laughs> anyway. I'm but pretty sure that's your phone listening to you oh probably i'm sure (laughs) i'm sure or or actually this is becoming more and more of a Uh, of a need just because, you know, the population is aging. I'm going to think that that's actually what it is and not that my phone's listening to me. Although I think that brings us to the topic that we're going to discuss today, (laughs) which is is? basically my paranoia and like, and thinking that I'm going to get scammed like (laughs) left, right and center. (laughs) You are going to get scammed left, right and
0: center. (laughs) oh my god yeah yeah well I mean it's funny uh, two two live uh, not live but like two recent examples like just from this week past week oh I know just before we're about to
1: record my camera was like on for some unknown reason and like I was like trying to log in to my to like my computer and uh he was like cannot log in because camera is in use and i'm I'm texting sim because i'm just like am am i being hacked i think i'm being hacked (laughs) and i'm like what do i do Oh. (laughs) oh my god i know and then uh and like i feel like this is just happening to me on like a Well, maybe not a daily basis, but like, you know, every few days, something weird happens. Cause like, you know, we all, all, the other thing that happened was like, I got this text alert on my phone. I'm sure we all get them (laughs) you know, where they're all like, Mm -hmm. your bank has, there's something wrong with your bank account. Please like click this link and you know, whatever, whatever. And so then, um, so I, I got one of those the other day and then, uh, and then, I looked at it and I was like, Oh, clearly it's like a phishing scam. And then, uh, I didn't think anything of it. And then, uh, yeah. And then, but then a couple of hours later, I like move, I, I was just, I picked up my phone to move it. And I didn't realize that I had like clicked on the link accidentally. Cause like, I don't think I had closed down the text.
0: And then sure. It was like,
1: accidentally. <laughs> Dude a, I don't want to click on those links. I'm like so I'm so paranoid my phone's gonna get hacked. just like no, anyways, just but then <laughs> but then I yes yeah, so I click on the link and then my mm-hmm. screen goes fucking red the whole screen and it's just like this is an unsafe site. Do you want, like, basically, like, do you want to enter? Well, that's good. At
0: least your phone gave you that warning. But I don't know that if that was actually the phone. Well, anyway,
1: I think it was the phone because, like, afterwards, I, like, te- texted this friend of mine. I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, think I've been, I think I, accident, like, I might accidentally clicked on this site, and I don't know. Have I, like, now let hackers into my phone? <laughs> she said I was okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: So, the, the story that got to me though is um and why i'm pretty sure that you're a prime candidate for being scammed <laughs> is uh, the story of you handing over your credit card to a random lady on the street to buy a
1: mask yeah yeah so she's like apparently she's this artist in yorkville and she's like been working there for like six no 40 years mm-hmm. and that. Uh, Was it 40 or 50? Anyway, it doesn't matter. She's been working there for a long time. And she was like telling me stories about back in the day, what like Yorkville was like and whatnot. And, uh... Yeah, and like how Margaret Atwood would like visit the area and whatnot. And of course, like I'm a sucker. That's pretty cool. No, I know. That I know. So uh, she's getting like she's sucking me in with her stories, right? I'm like, ooh. (laughs) She knew Yorkville back when it was cool, you know? (laughs) And then (laughs) and then uh yeah, and she was basically like so she was an she's an artist and she used to sell her art on the on on Yorkville proper, like on the actual avenue. Yeah. And then um uh oh So for our listeners who don't know, like that have never been to Toronto, like Yorkville is kind of a very, very rich upscale area in downtown Toronto. Um, But back in the day, apparently it was super bohemian, like in the 60s. I think it was like filled with a lot of artists and a lot of bands got their start in like little kind of dive bars on the street. But Mm -hmm. like nowadays, you would just never know because it's just like Hermes and... You know, like Louis Vuitton and like all sorts of like super shishy like stores there. So you'd never, ever know. Um, But anyway, so she was giving me like this history lesson and stuff. And then uh, and so, yeah, so she used to sell art on that street and now she can't anymore because or she claims she can't anymore (laughs) because it's like developed and there's no. And actually, she's right. Like there don't seem to be very many artists on those streets anymore. Mm -hmm. And so but like she was like, oh, but, you know, I still try to peddle my wares. And so she was like, do you want to buy a like a mask from me? Like they're handmade, blah, blah, blah. And so then I was like, "Oh, sure." But I'm like, "But I have no cash." Thinking this would get her off my back because I was like, "I have no cash, see a lady." But then like, "But no, she's like, "Oh, I take credit." And I was like, okay (laughs) and of course i'm too polite so i'm just like okay here you go and she's i was like oh so do you have square or something thinking that yeah if you have credit cards you must have square because i get with the program (laughs) yeah but then like but no it was like one of those old school like manual like carbon copy things that you have like with which I don't even know if any of our younger listeners would even know what I'm talking about, but basically like (laughs) you used to have this like manual machine where you would put the card in and then you would pass the card over it and then it would take an imprint of the card
0: numbers and put it onto a carbon card. Doesn't it take an imprint of all your information from the card? Like the name and the thing or just the number? Well, that's
1: why credit card numbers are raised, Right.
0: Oh, but isn't it your name also raised?
1: The name is raised too, but she didn't take she didn't so okay, that's how it's normally done. If you have one of those, that's how it's normally done. You have a machine, you pass it over, you have the name and you have like the right. credit card number. Oh, she, but she just
0: only
1: took, took the number. She wrote down my credit card information. So she only wrote down my number and then like the expiry date and oh, so
0: what if she doesn't actually know how to use a credit card machine thingy Maybe.
1: <laughs> anyway but I got so- away with her mask and- oh no i know so anyway she gave me the mask i gave her the thing but then like immediately afterwards i regretted it because i was just like what if she's one of these scam artists that's gonna like use my card for like nefarious purposes and then like and so i promptly locked the card i feel bad i'm gonna talk to the bank and like figure out whether or not i can unlock the card and let the transaction go through but it was just like i don't know what to do block so like, the card I have not used that card since <laughs> <sighs> anyway <laughs> so yeah that's my paranoia around scams
0: <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm obviously teasing you but it's actually probably a good thing that you're paranoid because you know I mean people Get scammed a lot. Um, And it's easy now to fall for those scams because it's like, especially online scams look more and more real. Um, The phone scams seem more and more authentic. So I wouldn't be surprised, you know? So I think it's a good thing that you're actually so paranoid.
1: No, for sure. But the thing is, is like, so yes and no, like part of me wonders. I'm like, am I more prone to scams or less prone to them because I'm so paranoid about them? The other day I was listening to the Guardian, Guardian podcast and like they were talking to a woman who got scammed out of like 8,000 pounds. I know. And like, and it was like solely this scam that was run during the pandemic because everyone's online shopping, right? And so she apparently um, had like, you know, she had ordered something online. And then um, the she got some sort of notification that looked pretty legitimate on her phone saying that like her shipping was going to be delayed. Mm-hmm. And so then um, that there was some problem with her package and that it wouldn't come on time. And then like, and so she didn't really think anything of it. And then, but then her package came and then she kind of promptly forgot about it. And then a few days later, the um, somebody at, who claimed to be from her bank called her and then, basically like scammed her out of her money. They told her that like, yeah, I, I don't know how it related to the shipping thing, but they somehow related it to the shipping. Oh no, 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 sorry. I'm, I'm getting it wrong. So what happened is, yeah. So she, she got this notification saying that her claim was going to be delayed. And then in it, there was a link to like give all of her information. And so she gave all the information for this, like, you know, shipping thing to like come on time. The package came and then like, everything she thought everything was hunky dory but then there was like a follow up call where this guy took all of that information and then like basically persuaded her to move her money from one account to a totally different account and then she lost all her money oh I know. So I was just like, Oh God, like that's, it's just, that that's just like a nightmare. And then, uh, but you know, like, and she's probably, she's probably not much older than me. Like I think she was like in her fifties or something like that. So, but yeah. And then I think like immediately after it had, like immediately after it happened, she realized that she'd made an awful mistake. And then she, then she went down to the bank to like try to figure out, um like basically try to figure out whether or not she could get her money back or if this was legit or whatever but then she realized that the people who scammed her knew that her bank was closed like in the hours that they called her so then when she got off the phone there was no one to actually go to so then she had to wait an entire day before like dealing with her like Monetary situation
0: See (laughs) they think of everything
1: (laughs) I know (laughs) I know It's like It's so frightening And then like You hear about All these things That can happen Like with your Phones that can be hacked And like Apparently now They're going to be Now there's these scams That are involving Two-step authentication Where they actually Pretend to have Your phone And then They will (laughs) They will use The two-step authentication In order to get Their Like the codes sent to their phone so that they can hack into your accounts, like it's pretty bad, <laughs>
0: wow, yeah, yeah,
1: so anyway,
0: <laughs> I, know I get quite a quite often like I'll get notification that someone's trying to log on to like you know my different social media accounts or something, yeah, um, and I'm often paranoid, like but I don't know what to do about it, yeah. You know, like it's like clearly someone's trying. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, that's really frightening. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then, but then go ahead. No, no, no. Sorry. So sometimes I like, like I, um, so sometimes when I'm like logging into my email or whatever, like I'll get notification that like you're logging on or, They'll just notify you and then they'll be like, somebody was trying to access your account at X time, like from an IP address. And then they'll give you the IP address. And then like they usually say, like, is this you? And then I usually just click yes, but because it is. But like, yeah. So like with your social media accounts, do they not let you do that?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so sometimes it is. And I can see that. But sometimes it's like at odd times. Right. Like I'll wake up and I'll see that there were people like who wanted to reset my password, um you know and I'm like that wasn't me you know oh yeah <laughs> um so I don't know but I don't actually know what to do about it like so yeah clearly, <clears throat> you know and, yeah. and it's funny because part of me is actually lazy about it but then a part of me is also like super paranoid <laughs>
1: <laughs> but then so what so what do you end up doing do you like click that that wasn't me so that at least the company knows that it wasn't
0: you yeah yeah. Um, I do. but then some some places actually don't have like a two-factor authentication. and um, I've had people open accounts um, using my email address, which is very annoying. Um, and so what I, like there was this one person who opened some um, shopping account or something. And so I actually logged on and changed the password there because <laughs> i was like because you know if when you, if you say reset password it comes straight to my account i'm like why are you using my account so that's a different issue right yeah so it's not like someone's trying to hack into my account Some it, this one is more like someone used my email address to sign up for accounts like you know junk email or whatever right how does that work though right it's that's just it i think there are some um some companies which still don't make you go through a two factor authentication to sign up for things so all you have to do is just put your email address and you're signed up
1: no no i get that so i yeah. get that but the thing is is wait a minute are they <laughs> are they signing up for porn is that it no uh well no actually i haven't gotten <laughs> the porn ones but, no, because I'm thinking, like, what would it serve somebody to not use their own account? I don't know. Like, I don't understand why you would steal somebody else's email address I have no to, like, idea. sign up for shit. I don't know.
0: I that have no idea. That makes no sense.
1: No, I know, right? Okay. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> unless it's porn. <laughs> like, the only other thing is, is, like, yeah, actually, that can that can be super dangerous because I have read that, like, I have read that if somebody can hack into your account and use your IP address or, or your, um, or your like email address for things, they can, they can blame, they can basically blame you for things like child pornography and whatnot. No. Yeah. Because I mean, that's what it is, right? If they use your IP address to actually like download child, child pornography, oh does Beyond scary.
0: Yeah. Like you could technically lose your job over shit like that. Oh God. Okay no, that is just ridiculous and scary. I actually don't know. Oh my God. Why would people do stuff like that? Like, anyway, because people are assholes. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, I guess my question though to you is, as do you find that you've been getting more paranoid as you've been getting older or has this always been a thing? I think I'm just getting
1: more paranoid. I don't know why. Mm. And like and I feel like I'm feeding into it as well. Like the other day so okay, yeah. Like so um yeah, like I think you sent me this article about uh about like different age groups and whatnot and who gets Get scammed by what? And like <laughs> oh <keep laughs> and the I think, things I look up. <laughs> <laughs> and then correct me if I'm wrong, but you said that like people who were in their 40s and 40s to 60s, was it? Where were like most often scammed by like tech scams or um romance scams?
0: That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So anyway, like I guess just to feed my own paranoia, I've been like listening to this podcast. Um, it's called Dr. Death. Miracle Man. It's quite interesting. So I was like I first got addicted to Doctor Death the first season, so now they're making it like into a TV series with Joshua Jackson.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh so then the second one is a romance scam where like this guy um is like a cardiac oh, was he a cardiac? No, no, no. He I think he was like a uh he was a thoracic surgeon mm-hmm. and he um he was like basically doing surgeries on all of these people without their without uh, ethics approval and they were kind of experimental surgeries and all these people died it was kind of, it was really sad but the in the meantime he ended up um he ended up uh fooling one of his... Uh, he basically had an affair. He was having an affair with this journalist Mm -hmm. and like, I think she's, she's actually like gone on TV and stuff like that to like warn people about romance scams. But basically he was having an affair with a journalist without telling her that he was already, he was already married and he had been married to a woman for like 30 years and had kids with her and everything. And then like, yeah. And then because the thing is, is like he traveled all over the world. Mm -hmm. So he could like easily flip back to like Italy or Spain or wherever he was, um, to like visit his wife and then all under the pretense of like, Oh, I have to give a talk or, Oh, I have to, you know, like, 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 yeah, exactly. So like, so she didn't suspect any, like the woman he was having an affair with didn't suspect anything. But then the crazy thing is, is that he like proposed to her. So listen to this craziness. Okay. Um. So, and this is what I don't understand, but I guess like when you're in it and living it, it's totally different because when you listen to it as like, like a like a secondhand story you're kind mm-hmm. of like how could you get scammed by this but so like it's so it's still ongoing so if you guys actually want to listen to it like feel free to it's like you it, it, you'll only have to catch up on like two to three episodes mm-hmm. but like so one of the things that he did was he engaged her so he like proposed to her and she said yes and then he said I'm gonna take care of the wedding and then he claimed that he was going to get the Pope to marry them. Even I, I though what? she, yeah. Even though she, even though he claimed he'd been divorced and she was previously divorced. <laughs> I'm like, a Catholic Pope is not going to, is not no. going to marry the two of you. No. Anyway, yeah. So then, uh, so yeah. And then he claimed that like the Obamas were going to be at their wedding and all sorts of like all these famous people were going to be at his wedding.
0: So is that when she started to feel like no. something's off?
1: No, she didn't. She believed all of it. What? And then, yeah, I'm not even joking. And then <laughs> she like literally, she like she left her job in yeah. New York to be with him. And then I think the day that she was like she left her job, she um like she kind of had this like celebratory get-together with her girls, like probably like a pseudo bachelorette like Right, right, right. Like I'm I'm leaving the US kind of like get-together or whatever. Yeah. And her work, she only cottoned on to it when her work colleague texted her after, like, after her spa day and was just like, FYI, the Pope is on a South American tour during your wedding. <laughs> and then it clicked and then it clicked for her
0: <laughs> and I'm just fascinated
1: by all of it. So
0: like, I'm just like, how, how does so, this so, happen? So what happened to the guy? What, so, so I need to know now what happens next?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't, I haven't listened to the rest of the podcast. So I'm not really sure exactly how things unfurl, but like, but yeah. like, Of the story, the guy is definitely a fraud and he's been, um, yeah, yeah. So he's been disciplined. Cause like in the background, what was happening was he was like working at the Karolinska, which is this really like, um, famous, um, medical school in, uh, Sweden. It's actually where, um, so he is a doctor. Oh yeah yeah he's a doctor okay, a bad so, doctor. So- I don't even know I don't even know what his credentials are though. So I'm sure that will be like one of the things that'll show up on the podcast later. <laughs> but like <laughs> but like I'm yeah I'm I'm unclear as to what his credentials are but like yeah apparently like the people at the Karolinska which is like where they decide who the Nobel prize winners are like they they uh they realized he was like super problematic and they basically like fired him so yeah anyway it's very interesting but like that it just goes just so but see this is the stuff i listen to because i'm so paranoid about like getting scammed i'm like i don't want it i don't want this to be me well hopefully like that. it
0: won't be you i know I'm you just playing. have to be diligent
1: <laughs> i think this is also why i listen to cult things like i listen to things about cults because i'm just like i just don't want this to be me <laughs> i don't want to be scammed
0: No, that's. Uh,
1: <laughs> i know but i feel like well the other thing though i think is that like And this was what I found interesting about um, the woman who ended up – the woman in the UK who ended up getting scammed out of her money. Like, you can – when I was listening to the podcast, you could still tell she felt really ashamed about it all. And I'm like, you don't have to feel ashamed. Like, this is what these people do, you know? Like, I know – I know, like, momentarily you feel stupid about it, but, like, at the end of the day, like, I don't know. We should just – we should just, like, allow us to, like – yeah. Let other people human. come with, yeah. The sh- yeah, exactly. Like, just come, come forward with your story, and like, let's crack down on this because it's really not fair that people take advantage of others like that. It's not cool, dudes. Not cool.
0: No, it, it's it's really weird, like you know. But you're right. Like um, sometimes you hear these stories about relationships and people, and you're like, is that actually real, or is, are you being scammed? So my. Um, eyebrow uh, aesthetics uh, aesthetician thank you yeah (laughs) does that work she she's um, she's really lovely and um, you know You know, for a couple of months, she was talking about how she had met this great guy, fabulous person, blah, blah, blah. Um, Except the last time I went to her, I was like, oh, so how's, you know, um, so-and-so? And she's like, ugh. And I'm like, what? And she's like, well, I don't know. You know, he just seems to have gone missing. And then he had a conference last weekend, and he didn't call me the entire weekend. And I'm thinking, what kind of a conference happens on a weekend um do they yeah yeah they can
1: i like medical conferences i've gone to like will often span like a whole week and like no no you know, so
0: like, they span a whole week but does it only yeah, happen yeah. over the weekend sometimes they do
1: sometimes what they know. do is that they actually span over the weekend so you're not taking off a lot of work time because wow. the thing is is that especially in medicine because yeah because you need coverage you need like medical coverage and so if you're off then like your colleagues have to like take up the slack right so you can't really afford to take it off during the work week makes and they try to like they try to make the conferences like run over the weekend so you're only losing like one or two days
0: right either side yeah yeah, no that makes sense um so yeah so anyway so she was like starting to like you know say like these things where she's like well he doesn't seem to call on certain days and then he's just not responding and I don't know but then when he shows up it's like all hunky-dory but then if I ask him about it he just laughs it off and you know and but it's taking taken her a f- couple of months before it started seeming like a red flag you know yeah yeah and so we were just talking about it. I'm like well it does sound a little suspicious that a person doesn't but then you know, there are people who are not really good at like constantly t- calling and texting. She's like, no, yeah. I get that. But when you always have and then all of a sudden you're not kind of a thing. And um. I was like, no, interesting. So I don't know. That's interesting. But, uh, I so think, now I'm curious to know what happens to that relationship.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Oh, that's good, Goss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's exactly it. I was thinking about it because, like, and I find those scams like really heinous because, like, you're basically like banking on somebody's trust, right? right? And like when you love somebody, you most normal people <laughs> like they are being trust vulnerable. Them. Yeah, yeah, like you're you're vulnerable and you just trust somebody. Like, yeah. I, I know it. I mean, I'm kind of like. I was kind of laughing about that whole Dr. Death thing. But, like, at the same time, like, he was a very famous surgeon. It would make sense that he would, like, he would travel in very rarefied circles. Or he could travel in very rarefied circles. So you could potentially, like, you know, have the Obamas at your wedding. It's possible, right? Like, it depends, like, it depends what echelon you're, like, working in, living with, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like... You know, like when you, when you think about it in hindsight, you're like, okay, that sounds a bit crazy, but when you're in it and it's somebody who loved, who says that they love you saying this, like, why
0: would you? Yeah. And he's close yeah. to her. So it's not. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you wouldn't be like super skeptical. I mean, if that was like a second date thing, then like, yeah, <laughs> but like after yeah. several, you know, That's like a good after, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but mm-hmm. after months and months, so like I mean, and the same thing with your esthetician, right? Like you'd like to believe that this is that what they what the partner's saying is true, but you know, I think she's suspicious though.
0: She sounds now suspicious. Yeah, yeah. she was just like, well, she goes, I don't know. She's like, is he like you know? Has he just gone off for the weekend with his wife and kids? And I'm like, is he married? And she's like, no, at least not that I know of. But yeah. Why, you know, but now certain things he's done and said, they're all starting to seem like, you know, yeah. <laughs> like red flags and I was like, well, yeah. I'm like, well, try and talk to him and find out the truth before, you know, jumping to any conclusions, but
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That, yeah. And that's like a conversation you never want to have, right?
0: Oh. <laughs> I don't, I don't envy her. That sounds really, it like sounds really tell, stressful. Like, how do you go to go up to a person that you're dating and kind of go like, you know, I'm actually suspicious of you. <laughs> I know, right?
1: Like, I know. I, and the, well, and the other thing is, is like, and I never thought about it, but it can get dangerous too, because yeah, well, I mean, for sure. like, and I never thought about it because like I you know I was listening to that uh, Dr. Death Pod and she I think when she confronted him, she told her girlfriends she was like, I'm confronting him today if if you don't hear back from me, like, you know at x oh my time God. and call the police <gasps> like she actually had it all like she was like because i guess she she realized if he could lie to her about this then he could do anything and so like her life could technically be in danger right so i didn't even I like and i was. That. I know neither did i i didn't think about it either i was like she's right like she he, is right yeah oh it was it was very eye-opening for me sometimes i think i'm so naive <laughs> like, oh <laughs> like, it, yeah he, it could take a turn for the worse right and he could yeah. get heard or like oh god.
0: Anyway, <laughs> uh, oh, I do think you need to stop listening to all those <laughs> two crime podcasts. Too.
1: <laughs> oh my god! I'm telling you, I'm just getting more paranoid as I get older. <laughs> uh, I'm not really sure why. But maybe it's like just an, it could just be an age thing where you're just like, oh, the world is a really dangerous place out there. <laughs> stranger danger 40
0: years later
1: (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) Uh, i know and 20 years ago i never i never even would have thought about such things
0: you know it's funny right like i i like there are things that i've done in my 20s and 30s where i'm like looking back now if someone were to tell me you know like i don't know like if you've gone home with anyone if you've you know met people like you know what i mean like things that like yeah which you just at the time was like yeah this is cool and you make instant friends um you know you go go out to a party or make you know like and then you just i don't know join people for events or whatever without even knowing who they are yeah yeah And now it's kind of like, wow, that was pretty brave.
1: (laughs) Or just like ignorant. (laughs) Uh, Oh my goodness. I know. Sometimes I think to myself, I'm like, I lived a very lucky life.
0: (laughs) Yes, definitely.
1: (laughs) Because things could have gone really bad. Like they could have gone south like so fast. So like in in various, in like myriads
0: of ways. (laughs) Knock on wood, they didn't. So
1: exactly exactly Mm -hmm. and i'm I'm hoping i don't know i have a feeling that i like read about these things and like look for them online because i want to prepare myself for them if they will happen like you know prepare myself against it happening but then i don't think you can though i feel like you can't really prepare
0: no i don't think you can and i gosh i really hope you never have to (laughs) (laughs) i know
1: yeah exactly dude though you have to figure out what's going on with your email address I don't understand how that's even happening yeah
0: I don't know I have to figure that out yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. that's that's concerning
0: <laughs> that <is. laughs>
1: so then wait a minute I, I want to go back to that so like how so you how do you find out so then like the company sends you emails and say like oh you've signed up for x
0: yeah, like like you know, like think about it. Like say you sign up for um a website, right? Yeah. And then they send you a welcome email or they'll say, Here's your new, you know, account oh, information or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. right? And then yeah. you get the 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 typical mass marketing emails, right? Yeah. And, and um like there are a couple of people. There was one person that I kind of um like I think it's a legit mistake where Um, Their email address and mine are very similar. So we have actually exchanged emails because there was a couple of emails that I got that looked legit, like from about jobs and stuff, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I actually responded to the person and said, I think you have the wrong person because... That's not me. And and they're like, oh, we're so sorry, and it's intended for blah, 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 right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I think that there are some that I get like that, like wrong emails. Um, And then – but then there was one person who had signed up for some kind of a delivery service or some food app or something like that. Yeah. And – but it wasn't even from here. It was like from a foreign country. And I – found the phone number because I was like, what is this? And it looked legit, right? Yeah, Google separately. Yeah. So I, I logged on. Um, and, uh, and then I when I went there, I was like, Okay, and I fo- got the phone number because of the account information had the phone number and they did use my email address. Oh, my right? goodness. So I de- deleted the account and I sent them a text and said, "Please don't use other people's email addresses to sign up." <laughs> wow! And I was like, crazy. Whatever. And, and the person never responded, but they never, you know, I didn't get yeah. it, it's been reopened or anything like that. So I don't know.
1: They yeah. probably just went off and used yeah. somebody else's.
0: No <laughs> <laughs> probably. That's so bizarre, though.
1: I don't understand what you would gain from that, though. Who? that's strange well i mean unless they they wanted to play pranks on somebody you know it's like those pizza pranks where you just like order like 10 pizzas and deliver <gasps> them to some random house <laughs> that you want to piss off <laughs> <laughs> but then like i guess your name would be on the account that's
0: yeah, true.
1: anyway <laughs> well it's good that you'd like deleted the account that's uh
0: i was like yeah not taking a risk here <laughs> no
1: no for sure that's uh
0: I don't understand how they got your email
1: address, though. No idea. That's bizarre. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, well, yeah. So that's my rant on <laughs> scams. Although the, the one thing that, that is nice is that, so there's this article from, like, the Federal Trade Commission that, and, and, like, this is something that I think I had read in another article as well, was that they were saying that older consumers were the least likely of any age group to report losing money to scams, which is really funny because like the way the media reports these scams, it's often always older adults. And it's like, so you just get this idea that older adults are the ones that are like most prone to these scams, but it turns out that they're like, at least in the U S they're the least likely of any of the age groups to be, um,
0: to be. Yeah. I think, I think what it was, yeah, you're right. And I think what it is, is that the amount they lose is higher they have more to lose right yeah. but, but i think the so you still have to be vigilant and, and careful but i think i remember reading a, a another article where they were talking about the millennials being the most prone to falling for um financial scams mm. you know so that's interesting yeah.
1: Yeah. So like in this article, it says that consumers who are 60 and above spotted fraud and reported it before losing any money at nearly twice the rate of people between 20 and 59. Wow. It's actually pretty impressive.
0: That is so, pretty impressive. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So then, so what kind of scams, when you say financial scams, what do you mean by financial scams?
0: I think like the, you know, the scams are like around the, uh, Make money quickly, you know, like sign up, you know, get a job here or, you know, it's an easy way to make like twenty thousand dollars or click this or um, mystery shopper or, you know, like those kind of um, uh, things where it's like, you think you're signing up for a job or something like that. And I think that those are the kinds of uh, scams that scams that they fall for.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, so then – and here they say, like on the FTC site, they say that apparently older adults are more likely than younger consumers to report losing money on tech support scams, prize sweepstakes and lottery scams, and friend and family impersonation. Yeah, and then apparently phone scams did the most financial damage, and gift cards are often the payment of choice, but wire transfers still take top spot for total dollars paid. So that's interesting. Actually, that happened to a work colleague of mine where – Like he's in – yeah, yeah. He was in his tw- like he was in his mid 20s and he um this was really sad. But like his like, he told – he, I remember, like, this was when I was uh, working in uh, the U.S., and, like, his grandmother basically called him, and she was just like, oh, are you okay? And she, he was like, yeah, I'm fine. I don't understand. Like, why are you calling me, like, in the middle of the Mid-work. day to figure out whether – yeah, yeah when, I'm, when I'm at work, like, how, how I am. And she was oh. like, I just got this call from a friend of yours who said that you were in jail and that you needed money. So, I, <laughs> basically, she wired, like, $2,000 to, like, oh. bail him out and then she realized wait a minute why didn't i just call him and then she did and he was fine it was just awful
0: well at least he was fine though like you know yeah that's that is sad i know i know
1: i never figured out whether or not she got the money back but like yeah but yeah they basically scammed his grandmother out of two thousand dollars see like and that's how they scam you like out of like they pick on these they pick on people like who like genuinely care about their like family members and then it's just awful yeah but I've heard that I've heard that and then they keep you on the line and they make you think it's like super urgent and that you have to give the money right away right but
0: (sighs) anyway (laughs) (laughs) but yeah Mm -hmm. no it is hard to sort of tell like I'm always worried that my parents will fall victim to a scam yeah yeah well I
1: yeah, and I and I wonder about that actually, like the cultural if it's different between different cultures, because mm-hmm. like or like new immigrants, whether or not they're like more prone to falling for scams like that. Because I remember, um, and this was also when I was in the U.S., I would get called about like the IRS wanting <laughs> like wanting money or something, yeah, and like yeah, I was yeah. just like. No way, because I've paid my taxes. <laughs> and yeah. I actually was supposed to get a refund. So <laughs> <screw> <laughs> you. <laughs> like, it was just like, but like the thing is, is like, if you don't know, like yeah. if you don't know the system and you don't know that the IRS doesn't call you like specifically, you know, it's just, yeah, <laughs> I know. It was really funny, though, because like my paranoia goes to like a different level because like the CRA actually called me about one of my like tax, like one of my tax forms that I had submitted and I literally did not answer the phone like, <laughs> you know, I, you know I, not that I didn't answer the phone but like and I even told them about it after the fact like I, I answered the phone and then they were like oh hi is you know and they they were like you know shiv there basically and then like and I was like who is this and then they were like this is the CRA we have a question about you know like x tax form or whatever and then I was like um, she can't come to the phone right now. I can get her to call you back. <laughs> up. And, then, and then I think like I, I think they sent me an email or something. And then I called like I called the number in the email. Yeah. And then it was the same guy. And then I was just like, Oh, I'm like, it's you. And I was just like, you know, you should really warn people that you're going to call them because like, this is exactly how all these tax fraud scams happen. (laughs) Like The the CRA is supposedly calling you about like your taxes. (laughs) I'm like, um,
0: anyway, it was kind of funny. Oh, that's Yeah, I I, I get paranoid about those things as well. I I often say that I'm just going to call back. Um, I'll be like, okay, I'm just gonna call you back. And then I look up the number for fraud. <laughs> and then I just call them back. <laughs> or whatever it was like, you know, and then just yeah call them back.
1: <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, no, I think that was a good call. Like you did the right thing there.
1: No, I know, I know. I, it was just bizarre that he decided to call me directly. I was like, What the hell? Anyway. Or like at least or like without warning me, like without saying, like, oh, by the way, we're going to be calling you at like noon on the Tuesday or something, you know? Like it was bizarre
0: but <laughs> all things were finding out but i guess i mean i guess it is one of those things that as we get older we should probably you know um either figure out a way to keep up with the changes and technologies and the new phishing scams and things like that, that are going around, you know, at the time uh, or just get better at (laughs) dealing with them ahead of time. Yeah. I don't, but I think that there should
1: be more done though, because like, I, I, like, I mean, it's all well and good to say like the individual is responsible for like trying to keep themselves safe. But like, if you have cognitive impairment, Mm -hmm. like that's the other thing, like, they like these scammers actually will prey upon people who are cognitively impaired and like and then bilk them out of like so much money right and like and like that's not on them that individual can't protect themselves so like what's the recourse there you know like so i don't think it is yeah we can all try to be vigilant but at the end of the day like it's like there there should be like systems in place that in the infrastructure whether it's banks the government something where like there's ways of actually like combating it and uh you know getting financial recompense for like situations like this right Mm -hmm. like that bank shouldn't you have had some sort of like number that she could call you know like for the one in the UK like okay you're closed between whatever like 4 and 5 p.m. or like whatever the
0: whatever like you know there has to be like like an emergency number right like a yeah yeah exactly
1: like I mean I know, and then apparently the bank gave her like a big runaround before they would give her the money back. Like it was just ridiculous. Like it's eight thousand dollars. You think that just grows on trees? It's like ridiculous. They were like, "Oh no, you, you basically got scammed out of the money. That's on you." And it's like, no, it's not really on her. Like, it's just bad luck, you know? Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry. I could go on and rant for it. <laughs> <laughs> it pisses me off. I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm fine with individuals being responsible to a certain extent, but at the end of the day, it's actually more like a societal problem.
0: No, I agree. Um, but you know, it's, it's just funny, right? Like everything that we do actually put the accountability on the individual so much versus like, you know, any kind of taking societal responsibility, you kind of like just sort of like, I, I guess the standard, Sentiment is like, well, I guess we'll put it on the list, you know, of yeah. <laughs> we eventually get to it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I know. It's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, and I think that's the problem is that like, there's only so much an individual can do, you know, like, at some point, I don't know. At at some point, it has to like it has to fall to a larger umbrella than just the individual, right? Because and certain people sure. because certain people cannot they cannot protect themselves, and so like in what, like
0: so, what's their recourse? Just lose the money?
1: Like that makes yeah. no sense.
0: No, that's true actually. And I'm yeah. Hopefully, there are all already, um, you know, support groups out there that actually help, especially like people with cognitive, um, you know, issues to sort of combat this or take care of the, you know, but you're right. Like, I don't know of offhand of any easy way to sort of deal with things like this. Well, I
1: mean, a lot of it's financial, right? So, like, so I think it's, it eventually ends up at the bank's foot store. Like, it ends up at the bank's doorsteps, right? Like, what steps are you taking in order to protect your clientele when something like this happens, right? Mm -hmm. Like actually i'm wondering if that should be like something that people should use in order to choose banks like i'm wondering if like if you switch an account like the first question you should be at you should ask is like what if i'm the victim of a financial scam what what happens then what do you do because if you don't protect me why would i go with you why would right. i put my money in your hands
0: yeah no that's 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 legit
1: yeah anyway <laughs> something about i mean yeah <laughs> it's like uh yeah, I'm curious. I'm 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 interested to see what uh, what's out there because as far as I know, there isn't very much out there. Like it's up to the banks basically
0: to see whether or not. Yeah, I don't that, actually print, know. You know. Yeah, I yeah. don't actually know what what's what's quite out there. I imagine that you know um, there are like ID theft software and and programs probably in place, but I don't know institutionally what's provided.
1: Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and from my, and from like the, from the articles I've read, it's kind of hit and miss with the banks. Like certain banks will be like, oh yeah, no problem. We'll like recompense you for the, you know, money that you lost. And others are like, sorry, tough luck. It was on you. You're the one who got, mm-hmm. you're the one who fucked up. It's not your, it's not our problem. Right. And so like, so then, you know, like, I'm just wondering if as com- consumers as a whole, we should just be like, well, if that's your attitude, then we're, you're not getting our business, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. 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 And uh yeah, and I'd be interested to know what cybersecurity like police officers are doing. That would be kind of cool. I'm interested. Yeah. Actually it'd be interesting to like interview some of those people to see what see what they what their ideas are and what they what they do. If they think are there are any other solutions that they have.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure because I know the cybersecurity overall, um, the industry is just huge now because of all the data leaks and all the uh, challenges of data hacking issues and stuff that have happened over the past few years like I feel like that industry is probably like red hot you know right now yeah um, yeah exactly probably like looking through different solutions now yeah for sure
1: yeah, yeah. I know it would be interesting to, to see what's out there but anyway I think we should call that an episode <laughs> I think for sure <laughs>
0: Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just so funny like how um we you know this this is like i i didn't even think about scams um as as a topic <laughs> until you started going down the path of like oh i you know and then the, the, i gave this lady my credit card and and then this person <laughs> called and there was this link and i'm like Oh my god! (laughs) Do I have to worry about you now? (laughs) Already. (laughs) Uh. Uh. (laughs) Anyway, um, uh, thanks for joining us, everyone. And uh, you know, yes, we'll call this an episode. And uh, join us in the conversation. Let us know um, uh, through Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. You know, are you uber paranoid about um, you know your interactions on the internet and other ways, or about, or do you worry about getting scammed in any way, or your family members getting scammed in any way? Um, yeah, share your stories and find us on doesthismakemelookold.com and see you next week. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.